Come attrition Come the reek of bones Come attrition Come hell This is why Why we fight Why we lie awake This is why This is why we fight When we die We will die With our arms unbound This is why This is why we fight Come hell Bride of quiet Bride of all unquiet things Bride of quiet Bride of hell Come the archers Come the infantry Come the archers of hell This is why Why we fight Why we lie awake This is why this is why we fight When we die, we will die With our arms unbound This is why, this is why we fight Come hell Come hell Come to me, come to me now Lay your arms around me This is why, this is why we fight Come hell Come hell Come hell Come hell And this is KRFP, Moscow, Idaho, 90.3 FM, 
krfp.org. That was not for long covering the Decemberists. This is why we fight. I'm John Andercheck. I'm recording this the morning of June 3rd, hoping it will get played on June 8th in about a week. Uh, going to try to get ahead of the game here. Next week, I'm scheduled to uh, start work at Longview Fiber. I moved over to Southwest Washington State. Um, we're going to took a call from my laborers local out of Vancouver for the Longview Fiber plant shutdown starting next week. See how that goes for this old body. Anyone looking for work in Southwest Washington, uh, get hold of me at laborlinejohn at yahoo.com. A lot of open positions there at Longview Fiber with 335 Vancouver laborers, uh, $35 an hour. So, going to play an interview with a couple of local reporters, journalists here in Longview, Katie Fairbanks and Marissa Hefferin. They successfully organized their staff at this newspaper here. Very interesting, courageous couple of uh, women there. And I uh, pull up some stuff from the archives that you would stay, say. So, Again, Labor Lines is the program, two hours on this great community-supported, community-supported radio station. I'd like to thank Mark and Jill Lawrence for taking me on on the Adopt-A-DJ program. The Adopt-A-DJ program is one way of a few ways you can support this great community-supported, community-supporting radio station, KRFP. Find out how by going to krfp.org. Thank you. This is John Andertrack again with Labor Lines. Labor Lines, the radio show on KRFP, Moscow, Idaho, 90.3 FM. And Labor Lines, the podcast for almost a, a year now on Anchor FM and some other platforms. And today is June 2nd. I'm recording an interview from my new home in Longview, Washington, with Katie Fairbanks and Marissa Heffernan, who uh, are journalists with the local paper, the Longview Daily News. I came across them in the great publication, Northwest Labor Press, how they successfully organized uh, their uh, staff there at the uh, excuse me, at the Daily News here, and they're gracious enough to join me after work this evening and uh, are going to uh, kind of fill us in how that went and uh, whatever else they want to share. So, Katie and Marissa, thank you so much for uh, joining me today, and go right ahead. The show is yours. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having us. Uh, I guess to start with a little background, I have been at the Daily News about coming up on two years now, my, my first job out of college. And when I joined it, we were a staff of five. Um, that got whittled down pretty pretty quick as COVID hit and folks started leaving. Um, and, you know, I guess really the, the push to organize came when we lost our longtime editor um, and we're left sort of, sort of rudderless. So before I dive too deep into that, I'll, I'll toss it over to Katie. Yeah, yeah, I've been here almost three years, and uh, like Marissa said, we, um, you know, I've always been kind of a smaller news team at the Daily News, but, um, you know, we just kind of found some need to 
uh, organize and really get um, get ourselves a, a seat at the table with our with our owner Lee Enterprises. So um, I don't even know how long ago it was a few months ago when we decided to to um, to organize and unionize. Well, that's excellent. That's very exciting. Uh, uh, every I always say everyone needs a union. Um, we have family members that aren't in unions, and uh, you re- really see the difference. Uh, I'm in the laborers' union uh, and retired from the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers. I have a daughter that's in the Washington Education Association. And so, uh, Katie and Marissa, uh, you went to, if did you approach the Communication Workers of America? You want to give uh, some kind of background on, on how you got the, got the traction here? Yeah, so, I mean, the, you know, the idea of unionizing was something that had always sort of been tossed around loosely when I got there. You know, folks are saying every time a decision came down or something, you know, unreasonable came down from the company, we were like, gosh, you know, we should, we should really unionize. Um, but it, it sort of got left at that until, oh, I think September, around September 2020, I think, was when we were all sitting around and we didn't have an editor anymore. And we were um, pretty much on our own. And I was like, you know, we were all talking and decided, no, this is, this is really something we want to do. So I did a little bit of research and, and reached out um, to the guild to see what it would take. And then really the, the guild got us rolling from there. And the guild, there's going to be a lot of folks out there. Sadly, uh, you know, it's kind of something to throw out. Sadly, uh, we lost the, lost the muscle memory of uh, union and union families with the decrease in union membership. I'll throw this out that where I'm living now, where you folks work, uh, Southwest Washington State was had the highest uh, density of union membership in the state of Washington for quite a while, but was decimated uh, by the trade agreements. I believe there was eight aluminum plants that were union in this area at one time. I think we just lost the last one between here and Northwest uh, Oregon. So when you speak of the guild, uh, can you give give the folks that are going to be listening to this a little background on that, please? Yeah, so, you know, um, our, our larger guild is the Communication Writers of America, but I reached out to the Pacific um, Northwest Writers Guild. Uh, I found their website, and, you know, they're sort of the our our local organizing body, I guess, that, that helps new, new shops, mostly newspapers, um, get up and running. Excellent. Nice work. Nice use of the Internet. I just always uh, I think those, I'm not sure if they if they wanted it to be used. I always say that uh, with Facebook, uh, that wasn't Mark Zuckerberg's initial uh, uh, concept uh, to have a, uh, help workers organize. But uh, tough luck for him. Huh? So so you reached out to them. And how was working with uh, with those folks with the guild? You want to that? Yeah, yeah, they've been great, very helpful. Um, you know, one of our um, contacts at the Guild um, used to work at kind of our one of our neighboring papers down in uh, Vancouver, Washington at the Columbian. And she was there as a reporter and helped them organize their union, uh, you know, I think over a year ago. And so then she took a job with the Guild and uh, helped us organize. So that was kind of great, uh, you know, having someone that really understands our area, really understands our paper and our situation, um, you know, and it's really just kind of helping us organize the way we want to and kind of giving us the, um, you know, tools we need to 
to organize our shop the way you know we want to and kind of go after the things that we need to make our workplace better better for us um, uh, here in Longview. So we've um, had a pretty good experience working with them. Okay, well, that's uh, very good. So how was approaching your, uh, so you did you organize the journalism staff or a combination of the journalists and what you might call the office or support staff? Or do you strictly go with uh, what people would consider the journalists, the writers? Yeah, so we, we tried, um, since we're so small, we definitely wanted to see if we could get our advertising folks um, in with us. So that was sort of actually the, the bulk of our time because the departments are pretty separate. Um, we spent a lot of time just getting to know them and, um, you know, seeing, seeing if they'd be interested, which was kind of tough when no one was in the office because of COVID. Um, so we, we probably spent a good three or four months sort of seeing if there was any interest over on the advertising side. And in the end, um, it just, it just wasn't something they were interested in. They didn't seem to really want to unionize. So then we decided to, to move forward with just sort of the journalists. So we have, our news reporters, our sports reporters, and then our copy editors um, and our photographer as part of the union. There's about eight of us. Well, very good for you. Very, very good for you. Uh, I'm speaking with Katie Fairbanks and Marissa Hefferton with the Longview Daily News, who uh, recently organized uh, um, with the Communication Workers of America, uh, the Northwest uh, Writers Guild. I get that right. Um, And, uh, by organizing a small group that's still pretty impressive. What's the uh, circulation uh, uh, for the daily news here in Southwest Washington? Oh, goodness. I haven't seen it updated in a little bit. Um, Katie, do you know what we were sort of pre-pandemic? You know, I'm not 100% sure. Um, you know, we do cover all of Cowlitz County, um, which is a good a good area here, but I, um, you know, I just don't know off the top of my head what our what our circulation is at the moment. I know we've kind of had the split of, um, you know, uh, print uh, print circulation as well as digital subscriptions, but I, you know, I'm not quite sure how the breakdown is nowadays. Well, I apologize for throwing it at you without preparing you. I apologize. That was inappropriate of myself. But uh, as a newcomer to uh, Cowlitz County, Southwest Washington State, uh, Longview, Washington. I'm impressed. Uh, it still has a real blue collar uh, uh, sensibility to it. You go down uh, industrial way, folks get ever get over here. Some big plans. Of course, it's a it's an ocean port, literally. Uh, on the mm-hmm. Columbia River here, it, it and uh, along with that, it offers some spectacular views. Today was a, a great one, wasn't it? There's, a, of course, the mountain without the top, uh, clear as day, old good old Mount St. Helens, right in the backyard. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful, and uh, Mount St. Helens is definitely a big area of coverage for us. I bet. So again, uh, uh, so you you got your workers to uh, organize, and you go to management as it, it united with them, and uh, and uh, uh, once you had uh, in effect the paperwork done. Now, you know, that we were sort of ready to, to go public with it and we approached management and you know, said that we had, we actually had unanimous card signing. Um, so all at that point, there were, I think, seven, seven of us 
because um, we've had some new hires since then. But all seven of us signed a card saying, you know, we, we wanted to unionize and we brought that to management. Um, they decided they wanted to, to bring us to an official vote anyway. Um, and that happened uh, in early May. And one ballot got lost in the mail, but um, it was a unanimous vote, six votes in, in favor of unionizing. So we uh, we had a pretty pretty united front on that, yeah. Excellent. I'm very proud of both of you. Uh, Katie Fairbanks, Marissa Hefferton with the Longview Daily News. This is John Andercheck with uh, Labor Lines, Labor Lines, the radio show on Moscow, Idaho's uh, KRFP 90.3 FM and Labor Lines, the podcast. Uh, Katie and Marissa, you've taken your time out at the end of the workday. It's a beautiful day here in the Northwest. Kind of, I call this the best of the Northwest with the sun out and the Cascades in view. Uh, so I don't want to use up too much of your time. Uh, but I will ask you, do you want to throw anything out to those folks who might be listening, who uh, might feel uh, the call to help organize uh, their workplace, but might you know, it's obviously is a daunting uh, undertaking in the United States, sadly. I mean, the tables tilted against the workers. Uh, you did it. You stepped out, stepped up, not really knowing what was going to happen. Uh, yet there you are. You got a unanimous uh, uh, factor behind you with your co-workers. So anything you want to throw out to who, those who might be listening? Yeah, I mean, I guess for us when we started, we knew that we had a lot, you know, a pretty wide age range in the um, we have a lot of different worldviews and political views, so we just weren't we weren't sure how interested everyone would be. Um, and it was a bit, you know, a bit nerve-wracking to sort of make that ask, um, because we in the past has been pretty firmly anti-union, and we were a bit nervous. But um, you know, like you said, we ended up unanimous. So we found that just by talking it through, um, you know, with our coworkers and, and listening to their concerns, we all sort of realized that this was a power we could. You know that together we could fix a lot of the things that were were driving folks off and contributing to a really high turnover rate. Um, you know we could just make all of our quality of lives um, a lot better if if we unionize. And sort of from that basis, we were able to to unite some some pretty differing views. Um, and I, I you know I think we're a stronger newsroom now. Um, we're a lot closer to each other. So I think that even though it seems um, pretty daunting, it's it's definitely doable. <laughs> what would you want to add, Kitty? Yeah, I definitely agree. I think that, um, you know, we can all kind of come together and uh, just having an honest talk about, you know, the conditions in the workplace and what can be improved and really just kind of throughout this process seeing, you know, the power that we do have as, as workers through the union um, compared to before when we really just kind of um, you know, took what came down from from corporate and didn't, you know, have too much of a say and, and things that were changing in our workplace that made made conditions a little bit more difficult to deal with, especially with just small um, newsroom trying to keep up on everything. But, you know, moving forward, knowing that we, you know, have a say and we'll be able to take things, uh, you know, to the bargaining table and, you know, be able to make uh, conditions better for, for all of us here uh, you know, I think that that's definitely worth the kind of initial nervousness and worth uh, all the work in, in organizing folks. Yeah, and I guess I would also say, I touched on it earlier, but I'm also really grateful to the community. You know, like you said, um, it's a it's a strong union town. Um, and when we announced that we are unionizing, you know, the, the support from our union brothers and sisters was absolutely incredible. 
Um, we had so many people reaching out, you know, going out on assignment. Folks were stopping you and saying, I heard you unionize. You know, that's that's just great. Um, you know, we're, we're here for you. What can we do? Is there anything at all we can do to help? So that's also been, you know, a really helpful. And it, it after, like Katie said, that nervousness and sort of working on it in secret alone for so long to, to announce it and have the entire community turn out and support was was really special. Well, you said some amazing things there, uh, Mar- Marissa and uh, Katie, some amazing things. The, the solidarity from the un- other unions, uh, you know, injury to one is injury to all. Uh, there's, you know, power in a union, the power in solidarity. Solidarity is a force greater than gravity, as someone had said. Uh, it must be all of us. It will be none of us uh, as far as moving forward and getting a better life. And uh, also going back a little few minutes ago, uh, when you spoke about the divergent, uh, uh, you know, everyone is individual. Everyone brings something different to the workplace. But ultimately, the workplace is uh, what some call uh, the, the greatest popular front, because let's face it, we, we all have to go to work. Right. And we all go to work. And if we look at the issues that affect us at work and in my opinion, not get sidetracked, uh, by diversions that uh, the powers to be like to uh, play us against one against the other. If we look at the well-being of ourselves and each other collectively, uh, it, it, it's probably not as hard as one could think, perhaps, to find that common ground. Does that make sense? Yeah, and that's certainly what we found. Excellent. So Katie Fairbanks and Marissa Hefferton with the Longview Daily News. Thank you so much for joining me on the 2nd of June, a beautiful best in the Northwest day here in Longview, where I just recently moved. And which means I hope that uh, we can um, meet other than just over a phone call, uh, do a face-to-face one of these days. So um, that would be wonderful. Yeah, that would be wonderful. I'll be looking forward to it. So if you could stand the line and say the business, but I'm signing off again. John Andercheck with KRFP, Moscow, Idaho, and Labor Lines, the podcast. Thank you.
Natalie Merchant covering Florence Reese's classic song that came out of the Harlan County War, What Side Are You On? And again, before that, Katie Fairbanks and Marissa Hefferin from the Longview Daily News. Speaking of their efforts to organize their workplace, some great points there about how uh, they were able to get to the commonality of the issues that affect uh, workers at their workplace once we get through all the divisive issues that uh, are being used to play one against the other in the current environment, in my opinion. I'm John Anerchak, and that's my opinion. This is Labor Lines on KRFP. You can reach me at laborlinejohn at yahoo.com or at on Twitter at laborlinejohn. I'd like to get some feedback if you'd like to take the time uh, what else is coming up? Again, if you like to help support this community-supported, community-supporting radio station, become a member. We've lost two fundraising efforts in a row because of COVID. Uh, the Renaissance Food Fair and our annual dinner. So like many organizations, we're on the ropes. We could use all the help we can get. Find out how you can become a member by going to krfp.org. Coming up next will be an interview with Stephen Lerner from almost a year ago with Bargaining for the Common Good. Still very insightful. uh, Talks about what could be coming up as the year progresses. So I hope you'll stay tuned. Thank you. Received my diploma. I took a job up in Oklahoma. 
Working shutdowns for Floyd Daniels And it was work I was sure I could handle And I fell in with this dude named Joe and Joe said he was 35 years old But I swear he looked just like living hell Hey, results are too many, 712. And I started working myself to death. Started working myself to death. Working days without rest. I was working myself to death. Well, old Joe showed me all the ropes And how to work all day on just a little bit of dope Cause we'd stay up and we'd party all night And we made it back to work just in time Well, I was making more money than I could spend Making 20 bucks an hour, ain't counting the damn. And I was staying up for days without rest. And I never busted one single round on this desk. Cause I'm a working myself to death. I'm a working myself to death. I'm working days without rest. As a young man seeing many different towns Yeah, always had me a party hanging around Making lots of money, life was so easy for me to cope And Joe taught me how to cook my own Started feeling just like 10 Taking more and more candy To make me spin Getting deep dark circles Around my eyes And I was losing The grip on my life And I was working myself to death I was working myself to death Working days without rest I was working myself to death Man, I just turned 25 last week And I'm a running on a three-day tweet Got the truck loaded up and I'm on the move Gotta catch a shutdown just north of Baton Rouge Man, I just crossed that Louisiana line And I'm crashing down from my high Yeah, both my eyes are getting very heavy And it's hard to hold this old Chevy steady And I swerve across the broken white line I swerve head on into a semi 
The shutdown song. Trust me, uh, my gig at the shutdown here in Longview coming up. Uh, I really never have lived a life uh, like that brother there in his song. Though, trust me, uh, that's a pretty accurate depiction of uh, many of the lives lived by those working shutdown at a refineries and other plants across this country. I misspoke a moment ago saying that Stephen Lerner with Bargaining for the Common Good was coming up next. He'll be coming in the second part of this two-hour show, the second hour. As we get down to the bottom of the first hour, there'll be more music. Again, this is John Andercheck and Labor Lines. Some things you bought 
Hey, thank you. Thank you very much. Come and gather round me, people, and a tale to you I'll tell of my father and his father in the days before the spill. With an endless sky above them and a restless sea below, and every blessing flowing from the Gulf of Mexico. The shrimp boats from the time that he was grown And he scrimmed and saved and bought himself a trawler of his own He was rough and he was ready And he drank when he was home And he made his family's living on the Gulf of
Took my first breath where the muddy rises spills into the Gulf of Mexico where the skyline's colored by chemical plants that put bread on the table of the working man where the working man does his best to provide safety and shelter for kids and a wife giving a little of a soul every day making overtime the wolves away When the company man tried to dig my daddy's grave It happened on a French-owned tank A ship spilling poison in the Galveston Bay Well, the liquid fire filled his lungs and his eyes Silenced any more cries Cold in the green, death stinging pain He fought like hell to keep the wolves away
Castle on wheels off a sacred road It wasn't a house but we made it a home No VCRs and no cell phones Nothing but each other to fall back on Daddy milked a herd for a quarter of hay Doing what he could just to keep us all fed Back when people took pride in a callous team And that love one another from the words and read And busted banks and worn out boots Dusted on us all we knew Yeah, day and a dollar seemed to last a little longer back then We didn't have much but we had enough We were as proud as we were tough yeah, boys like us just done what our daddies did Growing up on blood, sweat, and barbed wire fence I don't know at all, but it seems to me We could use a little more how it used to be before we traded a Bible for a TV screen And a hard day's work bought a small town dream And busted bags and worn out boots Dusted on was all we knew Yeah, day and a dollar seemed to last a little longer back then We didn't have much but we had enough And we were as proud as we were tough yeah, boys like us just done what our daddies did Growing up on blood, sweating by the white feet I guess the hardest part of aging Is watching things change And those years disappearing into yesterday And worn out boots, dusted on all we knew. Yeah, day and a dollar seemed to last a little longer back then. We didn't have much, but we had enough. We were as proud as we were tough. Yeah, boys like us just done what our daddies did. Growing up on blood, sweat, and barbed wire. And it's go boys go, they'll time your every breath And every day or in this place your two days nearer death But you go Well I process man and boy and I'm telling you no lie I work and breathe among the fumes that trail across the sky There's thunder all around me and there's poison in the air there's a lousy smell that smacks of hell and dust all in the hair And it's go boys go, help time your every breath And every day or in this place your two days nearer death But you go Well I've worked among the spinners and I breathe the oily smoke 
I've shoveled up the gypsum and had nigh on major choke I've stood knee deep in cyanide, gun seek with a caustic burn Been a working rough, I've seen enough to make your stomach turn And it's go boys go, they'll time your every breath And every day or in this place your two days nearer death But you go There's overtime and bonus opportunities galore A young men like their money and they all come back for more But soon you're knocking on and you look older than you should For every bob made on the job you pay with flesh and blood And it's go boys go, they'll time your every breath And every day or in this place your two days nearer death But you go Well, I process man of my and I'm telling you no lie. I work and breathe among the fumes that trail across the sky. There's thunder all around me and there's poison in the air. There's a lousy smell that smacks of hell and dust all in me hair. And it's go, boys, go. They'll time your every breath. And every day or in this place your two days nearer death. And it's go, boys, go. They'll time your every breath. And every day or in this place your two days nearer death But you go Play one off of uh, Bottles and Bibles This is the first track on it Hard times. Shopping a crib for the kid I heard some word There was work up in Heinemann I'm going tomorrow And hope that there is But my sweat and my wages They don't seem to weigh out I'm getting more aches Than I'm gaining in gold Whoever said you could raise you a family Just working your tail off, knee deep in coal Now the sign at the church says I'll reap what I'm sowing But I ain't lost sleep cause it'll come in due time And if the Lord wants to take me I'm here for the taking Cause hell's probably better than trying to get by 
see me on the front page, it'll be out tomorrow. A boy in his 20s shot down in his prime. Or trying to hold up the Texaco station They'll say I was desperate They're probably right I bought a house at the mouth of the holler A ring at the pawn shop and a crib for the kid And I heard some word there was work up in Hindman I'm going tomorrow and hope that there is Tyler Childers, Hard Times. Great Big Sea, Chemical Workers Song. Heath, Heath Sanders, Blood, Sweat, and Bob Wire Fence. Uncle Lucius, Keeping the Wolves Away. Steve Earl, Golf of Mexico. Rod Picot, Welding Burns. And we started that set on the top of this hour with the Shutdown Song. 712 is another title to that. I think that is by an uh, artist whose last name is O'Neill, but I get these off of YouTube using Media Human. Sometimes it's hard to find an attribution, so my regrets to the artist. This is John Andrzejczyk on KRFP 90.3 on FM dial. KRFP.org. The show is Labor Lines coming down to the end of the first hour for a show I'm recording on June 3rd that I'm hoping will get played on June 8th. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, we're going to have a older interview with Stephen Lerner with Bargaining for the Common Good. It's still very pertinent, and I hope you'll enjoy that. Thank you. <laughs> 